Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Yesterday's Podcast. Um, just before we go into today's episode, we would just like to apologize for the breaking flow of how we're posting our content. We really apologize. We've seen the calls, we've seen the texts as well, and hopefully we'll be consistent from now onwards. And also, we'd like to thank everyone who has been listening, who has been sharing. We are seeing the numbers we are seeing the feedbacks as well. We really appreciate it. It means a lot to us as well. So yeah, SOS Podcast is back. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify as well. So yeah, just sit tight and enjoy today's episode. Let's go. Father, we thank you for another episode. We thank you, God, for the entrance of your word, give it light and brings understanding to the simple. Lord, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that you help us to speak help us to learn in the name of jesus amen. amen so welcome back to another episode guys i'm super excited for this episode because someone special just got back to nigeria one the one and only og chukujife femi ibario peters oj welcome back <laughs> So, OJ um, has been in um, Ghana for like 10 months. I, you know, he's never recorded any podcast with us. And, you know, this is going to be like his first one that he's going to record with us physically. So, it means a lot. And, yeah, um, OJ, please say hi to everybody. Hey, guys. Um, it's your boy, OJ. Um, feels good to be back, you know. Finally, after 10 months, you know, I get to finally be with love of my life and record an episode. I don't. Come, relax, relax, relax. So yeah, if you're wondering whose voice you keep hearing at the beginning of the podcast, it's mine. But you know, it's yeah, mine. yeah, no. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Feels good to be back. You know, you know, I want to cry back. I'm just boiling with tears here. It's so emotional. You know, I'm so emotional. Sorry. I don't. But anyways, yeah, that's. Just sit tight, and you know, let's go, let's go. Yes, sir. So, um, today's episode is really special because we're talking about friendship. Um, now, it's, it's, you know, it means a lot to me because I'm usually sitting up with my best friend. And um, we're going to obviously sharing stuff that we've been through. We're going to share stuff that, you know, from the Bible point of view, we're going to talk about friendship. So, the first question we're going to be starting with today is What does the Bible teach us about the importance of friendship or relationship? So, Oji, I want to ask you that question. So, yeah, basically, um, all right, what does the Bible teach us about friendship? Um, first off, um, let me use the story of um, David and Jonathan to basically um, drive off and um, drive home my points basically. So yeah, um, David and Jonathan basically like very typical um, example of how um, friendship should be run basically, and you know the amount of sacrifice you know in that friendship. Everybody has each other's back. You know, it's not by mouth. <laughs> it's, it's not by mouth. It's by action, and then we all we 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 saw like the um the benefits 
that both of them actually enjoyed from no it it didn't only like stop with both of them That's it so went true. like down even to like jonathan's um i think great great great, great that yeah. no please let's read our bibles <laughs> anyway so yeah we saw like how that was deep <laughs> we saw how basically important them that particular friendship and i don't know in this generation we don't actually deep that story because imagine how just two guys can just come together and just be so good friends that their children even get to reap the reward so basically what i would just say one important is that when you when like you and if you are you are you are friends with someone just don't let it stop with you don't think that is always stopping with you that person you don't know where the person is going to be you never know where you are going to be at the end of the day you get all this cutting off blah 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 that's how you just cut off somebody very important because of a very minor thing mm. and then your children that's supposed to enjoy the fruit of that friendship will miss it you get so just don't think that is with you it's only me it's only me it's only me so yeah that's one important basically it doesn't end with me so yeah next to me what do you have to say okay so um i want to actually use like the story like as oj said i would like um say it, like the way in the bible the way it is in the bible now it always talks about how as christians now we should emulate the way jesus christ acts acted on earth now i think in john 15 12 15 12 or 13 it talks about how um as christians we should love each other the same way as jesus loved us because i feel like nowadays more love is just i said love friendship is friendship friendship as a whole is just you loving your friend really none of us really actually like there's really no love in our in relationships or friendships nowadays. It's always, oh, my bro, do you have money in your account? What can you do for me? <laughs> it's not. Really, it's never like OJ said. It's never deep. There actually needs to be love and friendship for it to like last longer and for it to like, yeah, just love. Yeah. love. I feel like something to me said. I, I was listening to a message by Apostle Joshua Selman, and he said something. He said, he said, let me tell you how to measure love. This is the matrix to measure love. He said, love is measured by how much you put yourself last. So, selflessness in a relationship is love. So, the the more you see yourself, the more you see yourself putting yourself last, I'm always caring about the other person. I feel like a balanced relationship is when both of you are selfless towards each other. You always want to see this person first. Like, go, like everything you want is, okay, I just want to, make, want to make sure this person is ahead. Then the other person thinks the same way about you. That, that's literally what David and Jonathan had. And I believe that that's, that's beautiful. That's true friendship. Um, yeah, there's something OJ said about, you know, friendship going beyond. I feel like this generation, we really have to value friendship because we have to understand that people are not perfect. There are decisions people are going to make, there are actions people are going to make that you'll be like, uh-uh, but this is supposed to be my guy. Now, why is he acting like this? Those times aren't the times you basically cut people off. Like, why they cut off generation? It is what I cut him off, cut him off. Like, guy, like, bro, it's crazy. And 
I feel like there a lot, there's a lot of value people in your life carry because people don't look in a certain type of way or because somebody is in a certain type of way. It doesn't mean you should write them off because they are not cool or they are not whatever. Value people for who they are, not for what they have. Basically, I feel like when people start to do that, they'll begin to see that's why that's why it's selflessness because yeah, it's less about you and more about them. Basically, so really, that OJ says something. You don't know who that person might become tomorrow. You don't know who you might be tomorrow. You don't know tomorrow if you might need that person. You know how crazy it is when you're watching TV or with somebody and the person is like, oh, he used to be my classmate. So if both of them were best friends at the time and they kept that relationship today, let me know you will be your brother will be saying he was in my classmates. Because <laughs> it's sad, I can't lie. But you feel me? Like relationship changes people's lives. Oh my god. It changes lives, literally. I just feel like we shouldn't play with our relationships. So yeah, Sean, your what is it you have a talk? Well I've been the sorry guys, you know, um I'm the tallest person here. Yeah, I like to put it out there. So yeah, I need to stretch my legs a bit because yeah. I'm taller than all these young kids right here. So if there's anything I would like to say, I just basically think, based on what Uji said, the Bible story, David and Jonathan, I think to understand something, you have to understand the purpose for why it was built. And you have to understand what it was built on. Yeah, the David and Jonathan story is really beautiful. But I feel like the major thing in the story that we should actually take from is what we have actually forgotten. Jonathan made a covenant with David and said, I make a covenant with you today that you will not be killed by my father. That whole friendship was based on a covenant. Friendship is actually a covenant. Mm. So this is why people enter friendships and throw it away. Same way why people enter relationships and throw it away. You, you get married for the wrong reasons. You enter friendship for the wrong reasons. You meet this guy. Oh, maybe you guys just had one chill night. And you say, oh, he's my friend. And you guys start a friendship. Mm -mm. Your friendship has to be built of something deeper than the physical. These guys around me right now are my friends. <laughs> Genuinely, it's not because of how much we vibe to a certain extent. They're my friends because when push comes to solve, and I need to not talk to you for the next three hours, but I need to hear your voice. Shakata, brukata, sakata. Now these boys I could call. Our friendship has been built off the covenant of prayer. That we are prayer partners. So I would push my all to maintain and hold that friendship together. So there's something I always ask people in relationships, but it also goes down to friendship. What was your why in entering this thing? A babe, we see a guy, another babe. Maybe she's flaunting money, you know, I say, I want her to be my friend. Ah, hey, now why? You want me person to become your friend? You go suffer. <laughs> it's not prophecy, it's facts. You go suffer. There's always a why to something. In the Bible, I can't remember where he was talking about the friend who asks, comes to meet his other friend in the night for bread. Mm. And he will knock, and the friend will say, leave me alone. But as he remembers that, covenant they have and that persistent consistency of that other friend he would answer his he would come out and answer that his friend so everything every friendship is built on a covenant and i also genuinely believe in this generation that word friend is used so lightly if you do a little bit of research of what it meant for somebody to be your friend back then man who should say you go want become friends with people 
is basically a covenant, a covenant that push come to shove. Me, I cannot fail you. You, you cannot fail me. When you know that this is what friendship is, that girl that you are friends with just because you guys like the same type of music, you go call her acquaintance, not friend. That boy that you're friends with just because you guys play the same sports together, you go push it back. It has to be built on something more. He says, if the foundation is faulty, what can the righteous do? If the foundation of your friendship is... <laughs> no <laughs> preaching, no talk, we won't talk, guy. What's your foundation built on? So, when you're angry, when I'm angry at Tommy or OJ now, something reminds me that, come, bros, this thing is more than what you're feeling, no. Hey, you know, be prayer brothers. Oh, God, clear that feeling and go and start doing shakata, shakata. That's what friendship is built on. And also, he who wants to be, who wants to, oh, sorry, I don't talk. <laughs> he who wants to have friends should first make himself friendly. So I'm sorry to say, but in this generation, all of you know, they frown and say they pay you that money. Like, bro, like, life is really not that difficult, man. Like, and I'm not saying it from a proud point of view, because if I tell you what me as I'm going through my own life, maybe you won't come and be like, oh, we don't know. Do you get like, Everybody's going through their own thing, guy. Nobody's paying you to go and be frowning or be rude to people. I've seen people comment, oh, the kind of weekendness I go show for 2024. I'm like, bro, will you calm down and sit down on your single head chair? Like, how important are you? Some of you all are not friendly, man. Like, you're just mean. And you don't know that it's affecting you. Like, I remember how I was telling OJ about my birthday pass down to throw. And my genuine problem was, I don't think I can throw it because I'll make so many enemies because I won't invite enough people. That's my problem. Trying to shut down what we invite because of those many um, friends you have. It's not because I'm a fine boy. It's because I've genuinely made myself friendly. Like, you always see me smiling, always going out. Oh, hi, guys. How are you doing? Like, that energy is there. That's how you build relationships. You don't just stay in your house, close your door, and be watching Netflix mornings and nights and before me. Oh, you know, I'm a very closed-off person. I like my space. You go like your space on important days and on sad days too. You'll be alone in that your space. I, there was a parable about one rich man. Okay, so for clarity, the parable Sean is talking about is an ancient story, not a parable from the Bible. All right, let's get back into the episode. Thank you. That in this village, every time somebody had barrier, he won't come. He would just send money or he would buy the person coffee. And we go in. He thought he was doing well. When somebody in his family died, they all contributed and they were sending him coffins. 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 If you're that important that you can't show me that time, who the hell do you think you are that me? I'll not show you that on time. Like, bro, get off that your high pedestal. And the generation was just proud, poor people moving around, walking around. Like, you never see anything. You're moving around with one high shoulder. Like, bro, get off your high horse, man, and come back to reality. You can't have friends if you're not friendly, guy. It does not work like that. You can't be a millionaire if you sleep and if you're lazy every day. You can't even be a millionaire if you are you don't even communicate with people. But people who are rich always work together. Exactly. People are collaborate. So I'm like, what well, that makes you think you're so important? Like it always shocks me. <laughs> like, oh, I'm just I don't have that many friends. People don't like I don't like people. Oh, I have social anxiety. So I'm like, bro, shut up and change your bad ways. Like. It's just life. And if you go back to um, 1 Corinthians 1 verse 13, when you're talking about what love is, mm. 
that's generally the blueprint to a lot of answers in this life. Anything relational, that's the blueprint to it too. Love is kind, love is um, gentle, love does not... All those things, if you put in your friendship, your friendship will work. If you put in your marriage, your marriage will work. If you put in any business, your business will work. Now, you know, just the... People where they think God is one kind of magician. That is one deep, 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 very deep rema that you are waiting for. When all you need is just to open your Bible and just look at the most common of things. It's there. He wants to have friends. He first make himself friendly. He's there. Love is this, love is that, love is that. But you see, see today, 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 on IG, enter IG. People will be giving you different meanings of what love is. Bro, is in your Bible, enter there. Are you kind? Are you patient? Do you see the best in people? Do you forget about the wrongs? Somebody has wronged you 10 years ago. You are still crying on your head. Wondering why you cannot move on. You cannot move on because you don't want to move on. You are not ready. <laughs> sure, the guy pulled out. I can't lie. I can't lie. Oh my god! Wow, that was a lot. Um, so there's something Sean mentioned, right? Um, about forgiving, right? He mentioned about forgiving, like. If somebody, your friend, does something to you and you're still holding it for like a long time. So something happened in school recently before I came back from school. Um, I have this friend group in school and like, you know, we were close, we talk and everything like we're guys. And then somebody like in our friend group basically did something to me that really, really hurt me. And I felt like he didn't value me. I felt insulted. I felt... I just felt like, oh, well, this guy really doesn't see my, the value in like, our relationship. That's why he's acting like this towards me. Then I just basically said, I'm going to free the whole thing. When I, meet him, when I see him, I just act like I didn't see him. I just walk past. It was crazy. But then um, I basically swallowed my pride and texted him. I was like, Broski, I'm sorry for doing this, this so-so-so thing to you. I apologize. And then we basically cleared the whole matter out. And I saw him like on Sunday and we hugged and we we're like every good and everything. So um, it basically shows you that it doesn't take too much to actually forgive people. It really does because of the, how the pain is. But it honestly just starts with one step. But just, I'm funny enough, most people who do that thing are, are in the wrong. Like people who are for me, oh, they will not forgive. They also do something wrong, but they can't see it. Yeah, you feel exactly. me? So... I just feel like, oh, well, that thing about forgiveness, I don't know who needs to hear this, but that person that you have, you're holding a grudge against, just say sorry to them. Yeah, just say sorry to them, basically. So, wow, that was a lot. So, I'm moving on to the next question. Um, okay, so I, want to, so, I want to ask everybody, Tommy, can you share a personal experience but, or a story where your faith played a significant role in a friendship? Okay, so time where my faith it's time where my faith played a significant role in my friendship. Um, um Okay, so there there was like a time here when like Honest to God, like I was just telling them this evening now how I joined Revival Leaders now. About because Sean is my friend now, but at that point we're not too like deep in this whole Christian stuff at that moment now. Based on oh my, I don't even lie. There was a time I used I used to come to his house because I wanted to play PS4. I won't lie. I won't lie. That was my main 
Like that was that was me and his friendship. Come to my house, maybe he wants to charge his phone, finish. But like we now started like okay, I the time that I came to his house now to I think one time that my dad said he wanted to flee the house, so I had to leave the house completely now. Okay, I'm telling you. So I now came to his house. I now came to his house now. Bro said he was going to church. When last I reached church, I, I was like, I'm where next time I'll go next time I'll go and I was not going anywhere. I went back home or I I, no, I found someone else's house to go to now. Because I didn't want to guy, I hadn't gone to church in like three years. Yo. Like a whole three years straight. Okay, maybe I'll say I went to crossover night, then the next crossover night again. I was like that was my church pattern. Then what happened now? The same thing happened. My dad flitted. I had to leave the house again. I came to Sean's house. At that point, I didn't have keys, so there was no way I could. There was no way I could go now. I said, "Let me go to church with him now." Mm. And so we reached, we reached court. And I started praying. I was like, "Oh, so this is what praying actually is now." Mm. So it's like, <laughs> I'm telling you, and it was during that um, that January that prayer cruise now. Yeah. Like oh my. So we started praying, we started praying. The next time, if I the reason I even came to Sean's house the next time again, I was like, bro, are you going to church? Wow. Cause no, like the church, like guy, the church where I used to go to, but you know, like all these Methodist. Yeah, um, yeah, in fact, let me say Orthodox churches. Like let me just generalize it. They say the exact same thing. Hail Mary, full of grace, blah blah blah. Yeah. Guys, literally the exact same thing they pray about every day. Wow. Is that where family goes to? Guy, my dad goes to Methodist church. So it's like, okay, so if not for like meeting Sean now and like putting my faith in, okay, I have yeah. this friend, because that's what actually depends on our relationship as friends. Yeah. Being Christians now, having faith in God, because there's sometimes I used to vex with Sean a lot. But one time, my guy did not pay me for that airport, he didn't pay me. I said, maybe the guy returned out my house the next morning. The guy now returned it, now be like, see my broken the vex. So I was like, oh my. Shit. I now felt it in the evening. I was like, Tommy, of all people that you want to vex with this life, don't, don't even make the mistake to let it be Sean. Mm. Like, bro, Sean is one of like, in fact, the, all the, everyone in this room is, you guys are one of the realest guys I've met. <laughs> and I've met with fake people in this <laughs> life. So, so it's like, I had faith in Sean now. Mm. Because I knew that he, he would help me build, my, build myself as a Christian. So yeah. Yeah, that's actually facts. You don't know how far these things go, bro. For real. For real. So, I hope you guys learned one or two things from what we shared so far. And, um, yeah. Alright, guys. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of the SOS Podcast. Hopefully, you were able to learn one or two things. Alright, so don't forget to share. Don't forget to follow as well. And yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.